Yeah, we are here. We are on the Rolling Toe Show here on February 16th of 2023. This is the, I don't know, what would you say, 40th <laughs> show that we've done since uh, we got back on, on podcasting. I don't know. I don't keep correct. I'm lucky if I yeah. remember last week. That's true. That's true. That's that old age catching up to you. Yes, it is. But yeah, yeah, you sound fine. I sound fine. We're we're dealing with a little, just a, a few snowflakes falling here in Des Moines. How's the weather at your house, Mike? It's storming. There's big flakes coming down, and they're blowing sideways. And yeah, you know what? It's funny. I got the same thing here. I guess it's because I'm only eight blocks away. Yeah, that would do it. <laughs> yeah. So we decided not to go to the office, but that put us, uh, I mean, I had to bring everything home last night. And even if I could, I mean, I got an all-wheel drive truck. If, even if I could get to the office right now, I have the stuff here at home. I may as well just do it here. I go to the effort. Right, right, right. And I feel safe doing it here, even with all these cords hanging around my desk, because Frank has uh, been delivered earlier when there was basically an inch of snow on the ground. I had to deliver him to the the veterinarian to have his his breeding issues taken care of. <laughs> He's going to be a soprano. He will be, yes. And probably really pissed. But what do you do? Anyway, he, he deserves it for what he did to my mic last week. <laughs> yeah. In two weeks from now, Ralph, or Russell's going to get the same treatment. Yeah, and he didn't even chew up a mic. So he chewed up everything else. He did. <laughs> of course, we're not taking out the teeth. We're taking something else. I don't know if they're going to learn the lesson. We'll see. All right. All right. So this is a call in show, and uh, we've got a call in number, just like the show before us. The number here is 855 950 And. We do actually have a caller that's already called in, and I can get to him if you don't have anything else important going on. Mikey? I never have anything important going on. <laughs> <laughs> you are semi-retired. I'm working on that, yeah. Yeah. All right. Here's uh, it's Charlie, I think, and we'll see what he's got to say. Hello, Charlie. Good morning, folks. Happy birthday to us, Mike. I'm good. Thank you. Hey, no problem. Anyway, I want to thank you on that wonderful reference for Pennsylvania. Mike, is your truck repair? Yeah. Yes. Apparently, the clutch that put it together on the road should have never put that bearing in it. I wouldn't have put it in the car when I was in high school. <laughs> so, apparently, the bearing was chewed up, and a piece of it all the way across the rear. So, uh-huh. both sides were bearingized and re- relined, and uh, and I'm huh. very, very happy. So, we'll let down. Junior is the one I dealt with. I don't know who you deal with there, but anyway. The heated chrome wiper blades. Can I get them in chrome? Yes. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's an option. They're on back order right now, but yes, you can get them in chrome. Okay. All right. Because I'm up here in, in Illinois going into Wisconsin to go to Minnesota to go to Boise, and I'll miss the most of snow this way, but I'm still freezing up here. Anyway. Yes. Well, we're, we're kind of freezing down here. We're expecting between six and seven inches today here in Des Moines. I know it right. sounds like a sorry. I'm sorry, it's different. Never mind. I was going to go that way, but there's less snow up here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was going to say a lot colder it's going to be, but you know, there was a lot of times that I was on the road traveling and headed home, and they're having a snowstorm at home, or they're expecting one at home, 
and I was seriously tempted to make a left turn and just go someplace else. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. From the other week, I was in San Diego. I loaded in Mojave and went to Delaware and was home for like five days and got the truck fixed. So now I'm on the way back out to Boise. Heavy load, right. two hundred pounds. Can't beat this. So anyway, wait, uh, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Two hundred pounds. Yeah, I get paid the same. What do you call it? Sailboat fuel? Uh, not really, but explain it to you after I unload it. Oh, okay. <laughs> It's not trademarked okay. or nothing like the commercial, but yeah. Oh, so you yeah. like those going, going to the dogs, huh? Yes, yeah, yeah, it's always going to the dogs. Okay. Yeah, All right. Yeah. That's all I had. That was a wonderful reference. I got a new shop and, uh, and uh, yeah. so on and so forth. All right. Thank you, buddy. You drive safe. Right, thank you. I'm trying. All right. Bye. All right. All right. Bye. So we've got chrome windshield wiper blades. Yeah. Yeah, I guess the advantage to that is heated. yeah, you can heat them. Right. Heated chrome windshield wiper blades. Yes, right. Now you, you, you can see how the best thing to have on your windshield is chrome. Uh, I mean, I suppose when it's actually raining, it's probably not going to reflect a lot of light off. But it would be sitting there. Yeah, yeah, and probably the best place you'd want it reflect oh, awesome. right at your eyes. Yeah, and see the way they heat is off of the radiator fluid, so they you hook hoses up to your radiator. And and they come up and you and you duct tape them to the hood and and it goes right into the, re- into the into the the, the, the blades and mm-hmm. and hot water circulates in there and, and it's just fabulous. Fabulous. Duct duct tape radiator hoses on your windshield with your chrome blade. Yeah. 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 We are. We we. Who do we get to insure this? <laughs> insurance? What are you talking about? <laughs> Okay. All right. So the, we had the one call. The one call was a callback regarding the problem with bearings, which were causing yep. vibration, were not alignment related, but just one of our guys on our shop list, shop locator there in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, was able to handle it. That's great. I like that. That's good yep. stuff. Speaking of shops, somebody said I should, should come up with jokes about alignment. Okay. Okay. Yes. Yes. And and I commented that I've I've been to quite a few amusing situations through the years in alignment shops, and maybe I can make them into a joke or okay. into a question. Okay. Now, did we have did we have a puzzler last week that we have an answer for this week? Let's see. I unfortunately my all my notes are at the office, and I keep very good notes uh-huh. at the office. And and my memory is gone. <laughs> and nobody sent us an answer on the back of a hundred dollar bill, so no, that's true. That's true. To, yeah, so we don't need to worry. I, I, I gotta admit, I I have been busy training the last couple of days, and I haven't checked the mail. So, oh, I have. Uh, I've been looking for those hundred dollar bills. I'm looking for hundred dollar bills. I haven't got them. Okay, so we know we don't have the hundred dollar bills. Okay, so here's the here's the question. Okay, sure, sure. I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story about where I went and what was going on, and then somebody tell me what the answer to this problem is, okay? All right. All right, so a tire company asked me to go visit a particular tire shop in some place in the country because they're having lots of tire wear problems. Mm-hmm. And so I visit and I meet the owner, and the owner leads me to the- is, is the particular place in the country important? No. Okay. No, no. I could, I could make it important, but that would just confuse you. <laughs> okay. All right. Moving okay. on. Okay. 
Yeah. All right. So I meet the owner. The owner introduces me to the alignment guy. And the owner suggests, why don't you guys go out into the alignment pit out there and, and discuss what's going on? So we went out to the alignment pit. And he's got a truck up on his conventional alignment machine. And he's wearing tires on the inside of the driver's steer tire and the outside of the passenger steer tire. Okay. And there's toe-in feathering on the right steer tire and toe-out feathering on the left steer tire. Yep, yep. I asked the guy, I said, okay, what do you think is wrong? He says, well, obviously the axle is bent, and I'm going to have to do a double camber bend on this. I'm going to have to bend the camber in on the right front and out on the left front to compensate for what's going on here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Said, well, that's possible. But I said, let's go look at the back end of this truck. And so I walked up out of the pit and walked back to the back end of the truck. And I turned around and the guy's still standing in the pit. I said, no, you need to come over here. You can't see what I'm talking about from there. And he says, you don't understand. I said, I don't understand what? He says, I'm a front end alignment man. (laughs) Okay. Okay. The question that I need everybody to answer, and you can answer this, you can write it on the side of a Chris Craft boat, refurbished, reconditioned, send it to us. You could write it on the back of a hundred dollar bill, okay? You can email them or send regular letters, but we'll ignore those, okay? <laughs> Why would we want to look at that? Yeah, <laughs> and whoever comes up with the right answer is going to have a choice of three. No, they're not going to have a choice. They're going to win one of three fabulous prizes. They will. Okay? Yeah, they, we won't give them a choice on the fabulous prizes, but we, we, we will tell them what the possibilities are. Yes. Yes. Uh, right. The the first. The first possibility is an Audi TT, brand new. Audi TT. We do have a spare. Yeah. Yes, we have a spare. Okay, it's in the back room. All right. The second choice is a free round-the-world trip by a hot air balloon. By hot air. That's, that's a hot ticket this, yes. this time of the year. Yes, yeah, it would be fabulous. Right. And the, the third choice is an attaboy from the guys at MD Alignment. Attaboy. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, honestly, that's worth its weight in gold right there. It is. I think so. I think so. So the question is, given the situation we've described, what is the correct procedure to solve the problem? Yeah. You're missing a bunch of information, though, because we don't even know what color the truck is yet. And I didn't say how much chrome was on it. How much? Yeah, exactly. Right. You're going to have to get (laughs) out. Okay. 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 All right. Yeah, that's I'm I'm really intrigued by what the possible answer to this could be. And yes. I right now I'm baffled by why they're having tire wear problems when they've it's got amazing well trained I think up to date. given the choices here, I, I think that some of the selections that we people could bring to us is one, A, the tires are defective. That's a possibility. Um B the alignment machine is out of calibration. That's a, that's a strong possibility. It's also possible that the people that put the tires on the rim were just uh, yeah. in error. They put right. them on crooked. Right, right. Okay. Uh, and and D, the alignment technician's an idiot. I wasn't going to go all that way, but I was going to ask whether or not he had duck or a pig on the front of the hood. That can really affect whether or not you've got feathering toe in on one side and toe out on the other. <laughs> I like that. That's working in there. Okay. Right. Okay. Well, so we've got a close out for the day. Yep. All right. Do we have any more phone calls? 
Uh, no, not listed yet, but if somebody who did have a question or a comment or direction they needed to take this show, they could call here at 855-950-3835. I have a direction the show should go. <laughs> What's that? I'm not going to say. Okay, that's probably a good idea. <laughs> probably. All right, so among the new and interesting things that we've had happening between the last show and this show, we did conduct training there at the home office of MD Alignment Worldwide. And the world headquarters successfully trained a gentleman from Dallas, Texas, who doesn't have the equipment yet, so he can't bring his phone up. He's looking at something up shop down there, and he's got a uh, He just needs to take a little bit of time to make sure he's out alignment too, right? He needs a little bit of time to make sure that he's satisfied that he can conduct alignments the way we're asking him to. And once he's ready, we'll we'll, we'll finally have a, another shop. I mean, Oil Medic has been there for a long, long time there in Fort Worth. I don't all know the way over in Fort down. Worth, that's such a distance it you is. can't even consider neighbors. It is. It's like a quarter inch on the map when I'm looking at it. You've you, you got a big map. So. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. We do have a call that has come in. And this is Dan, oh. and I think he's calling about a pickup truck with tire wear. Ooh. Okay. We'll so we, we got to think. We got to think small. Right. Everybody talks smaller. We're talking about pickup yeah. trucks. Right. Dan, are you there? Afternoon, guys. Yep. Hi. Hiya. Yep. Hey, I got a uh, pickup truck. I put uh, new grabber tires on my three-quarter ton pickup truck, Chevy pickup truck. I had an alignment done, and then I also had the torsion bars on the front lifted or tightened up just a little bit to give me my clearance that I need. So when I went and made my left and right turn, it wasn't rubbing on the inner mm-hmm. fender wells of the, of the steer tires, okay? Mm-hmm. Everything was good to go, brand new. Of course, you know, brand new tires, they have that little bit of... uh way to them when you first have them you know and and but now i've gotten to the point where i've got them the steer tires are now getting that that raised uh raised feeling like you know when you have truck under torque where the front side of your tire is if you're mm-hmm. in the top part of the tire has got more tread than the back side so it's getting that cupping yeah. like that across the center parts of the tires on both full steer tires yeah that's called heel and fill. so my and i had alignment done when i had these new ones these new tires put on so you're saying they did the alignment wrong no 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 that's heel and toe wear heel and toe wear is a product of either engine torque brake application now is this a four-wheel drive vehicle yes yeah three-quarter ton chevy duramax there you go and do you drive it in four-wheel drive often no not not typically no Unless it's okay. wintertime, of course, but... Uh, and do you have... But disc does it have the... Drum does it have what? Disc brakes or drum brakes. Well, it's got disc brakes all the way around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, are and you, do they have the grabber tires on the rear? Yes, I've got uh, all the way around. I've got the grabber yeah. tires all the way around. I originally had the, the factory the factory tires that were on it, and then I switched them over to these ones here. Okay, all right. And, and uh, question, do the rear tires show any of this heel and toe wear? No. Nope, yeah, they are right. smooth all the way across. And then when I, when I make turns left and right, 
you really hear the tires really howl. Yeah. You know, oh, they, yeah. they really make a, yeah. like a, a real, almost like your, your front end's actually getting ready to, you know, lose itself almost, you know? Yes, you are correct. Right. Okay, I've been going through all of the other okay. possibilities that could be wrong, and now I'll tell you what is wrong. Okay? Yep. When you turn a corner, to turn a corner properly, the inside turning tire needs to turn a sharper turn than the outside turning tire so they can roll around the corner smoothly. Correct. Mm -hmm. In order to do that, the tie rod has to be behind the steer axle so that the linkage changes the toe to toe out as you turn the corner. Okay. The tie, tie rod on your vehicle is in front of the front axle. This is true. Uh, well, it's towing in and turn. Yeah. And the I, steer I, would, just bite the shit out of a turn and causing that tire wear. Okay. The other tires that I had on it from the factory, <laughs> they didn't. Granted, they had more of a street tread design than, a, than an off-road, you know, kind of aggressive right. tire. I mean, they're not really like lugged-lugged, but I mean, they're, they're, they're enough to get you traction if you do go off-road, but also they're not wide enough, you know, to fling the mud, so they'll collect rocks and stuff like that. They're, a, they're like a BF Goodrich tread pattern, but in the, yeah, the grabber design. And that grabber design has more traction, and as you turn the corner, that increased traction is causing what you're seeing. Okay, so there, so it's not an actual alignment. Especially what you're doing. No. And it's, it's a tire, so this type of tire, this grabber tire, is going to make more noise, especially in a turn, because instead of being a straight rib on the edge of the tire that you're turning up on, it's got right. the lugs with the gap yep. between them. And it creates a sound as it turns. The first, fighting the second, that he'll go where. Yes. They're, fi they're fighting because they're and, towing and in the, instead of towing. Okay. All right. Correct. So correct. I just need and, to you know, do a little bit more of a... Center rib heel toe wear because, well, the grabber design, especially when you're braking, and you, what do you do with the 3500? Do you, is it highway use or is it local use? It's It's mostly local in-town use yep. for right. the most part, yep. but we do, you right. know, get in and stretch its legs there to get that depth system to, you know, do its job, but... Yep. Right. But the more braking you do, the more those aggressive grabber tires are causing that, developing that heel-toe wear. A ribbed tire doesn't see it because there's no toe and there's no heel. So I need to rotate my tires a little bit more frequently once I start to see it it's a little too late to to change it but i need to put those steer tires to the rear now and start wearing them off on the rear of the truck now and bring the rear to the front in an x or you can rotate them side to side and wear them yeah i would do an x pattern rotate driver side to rear passenger correct right okay so they rotate the other way correct Okay, right. that's that's what I wanted to know. I just want to make sure that I wasn't going to go yell at my dealership and tell them, you know, they screwed up my alignment because my other tires didn't do it. And I just want to make sure that uh, I wasn't going in there sound like a moron. So, <laughs> well, if you wanted to go in and argue with them, tell them they put the steer axle in backwards. There you go. Too much torsion on that torsion bar. Now my tires are, you know, flexing in. <laughs> there you go. There you go. All right. Well, that answers right. my question. I do appreciate it, you guys, and enjoy the snow day. You have a good day, too. <laughs> we are. Yep. All right.
All right. Hit my. All right. And that was in Wisconsin somewhere where they do have snow days, but they doesn't really stop. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> All right. So let's uh, see a couple calls in, uh, in a little over 20 minutes left on our show here. And if anybody else has any questions on the alignment, alignment equipment, tires, tire wear, some of the vibrations, but not all of them. Uh, our number here is 855-950-3835. And okay. another news. I had another solution for that guy we just talked to. Okay. Don't turn. Don't turn, yeah. If you could stop turning, then you'd know everything's fine. Yeah. You'd you, you stop getting these issues. And don't stop, because the braking is, is increasing the tire no stop you won't have any problem. And in fact, if you just don't move, they'll be beautiful. Well, that's true. That's true. It looks beautiful sitting still. Yeah. Uh, but, but, okay. All right. So uh, let's see. We had training. We have a busy, busy April coming up. April and May. Uh, and stuff going on. Yeah. And, and you know, March is actually going to be even busier, at least than. February is. In fact, it's sort of ramping up. I'm really happy with the way the year has gone so far, but it looks like March, April, May, it's going to be crazy. We'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah, right. But I'm, I'm worried we might end up missing a couple shows just because of the amount of work we're doing. Well, that would be terrible. We'll see. Yeah. Did you say you had another call? I do. We have, we have one. Ray is calling. I think it's with an alignment problem. Let's see what he's got. Hello, Ray. Hey, how are you guys doing? We're doing good. We're doing really good. How's it's sunny in uh, California. Woo, where at in California? I'm actually just coming into Nevada, almost to Vegas. Got it. Okay. Oh, there we go. Okay, that is yeah. that is a road that is not not inclined to snow out. <laughs> no, but it was snowing in uh, Nevada and Arizona on Tuesday, so. It doesn't happen very often. Right. No. No, it doesn't. Global warming. That's the problem. Exactly. That's it. Hey, I called you guys three weeks a month or a month ago, and you were saying with what I had, the truck where it pulled to the right was an alignment. So I got on and found one of your uh, uh, dealers in Utah, and I called him, and he well, I don't really come out to that area. Mm -hmm. And then I told the mechanic, ah. and we share a shop with another trucking company. And to find out, he comes to that company. So we ended up, your uh, guy out there anyway, I'm doing a line rule. That's cool. Yeah. And so it seems like he done a great job. And then we had him in another truck. We had him come out. So we have 20-some trucks. So we look forward to using him often. Cool. Great. But the question I have, because I wasn't there when the truck was done, I just wanted to learn more. So it was owned to the right at Peterbilt 579. I guess you'd call it a kind of a seat suspension. It's got the big backward mm -hmm. seat. Yep. So, okay. so it's owned, owned to the right. So he put the two spacers in on the top of the seat, if I'm explaining it right. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what is that? Pulling to the right. I was on the third axle on the driver's side. Okay, well, let's let's talk about what causes the right pull first. 
Okay. Okay. If the axles are all perfectly square to the frame, Mike, have you given away this week's question? Yes. <laughs> if if all of the axles are perfectly square and centered under the frame and aimed perfectly straight ahead, got it? Yep. Mm-hmm. The road slopes to the right to let the water run off. Correct. So the truck will have a right pull naturally. It follows that gravity straight downhill. Correct. So what, so what we do on a single drive axle truck, if we aim the axle slightly to the right, that's like an outboard motorboat aimed a little bit to the right. It makes the front of the boat go to the left, correct? Okay. So we were on a single drive axle, we would aim the drive axle just a little bit to the right to counter the gravity so the truck will drive straight. Okay? Now, if you have two drive axles and you can figure out how to get them perfectly square to each other and both of them aim just a hair to the right, the truck will drive straight. The problem is it would be mimicking that single drive axle. Yeah, you can't get two drive axles perfectly square to each other and keep them there because they got rubber bushings and airbags and they tend to walk a little bit. Uh Okay? Right. All right. Now, if you have an angle between the two drive axles, in other words, they're not parallel with each other. It's like a tapered red solo cup. If you lay it on its side on the ground and roll it, it always rolls to the narrow end of the cup, doesn't it? Uh Uh-huh. Well, if the narrow part between your drive axles is on the passenger side of the truck, the truck's going to go to the right. Yeah, so the axles are the balls of the cut. Right. So what we've learned to do with drive axles is we deliberately aim the front drive axle just a little bit to the left and the rear drive axle just a little bit to the right to create a cone between them that's narrow on the driver's side of the truck that makes the truck pull a little bit to the left, which counters the gravity, which makes the truck drive straight. So if you add two shims to the left side of the drive axle, of the rear drive axle, you're pulling that left side forward and aiming the drive axle just slightly to the right. And that's changing the relationship between the, the rear. Yeah. Well, that's what he did. He did two little shims and... I, he didn't see the tires he pulled off because I wasn't there. So he just, by looking at it and getting out the equipment, that's exactly what he did. Yep. Right. Sounds like he did. Now, you can. Yeah. Yeah. You can test whether or not he did the job right yourself. Once you've got the new tires on it, taking it down the highway on a nice straight stretch of road, if you get in the middle of the lane and you let go of the steering wheel, it's more than two seconds. For the right steer tire to reach the white line on the on the side on the shoulder. If uh, if that's what's happening, the alignment in the rear is not costing you money. If it's if it's going if it's finally uh, uh, to gravity faster than two seconds, then you, you still have a little problem. But if you could correct it, you would get better tire line. And I've done that test because I've listened to you talk about that at like sixty miles an hour. I tested it at all speeds. Mm-hmm. And sometimes mm-hmm. I'll go with it. I've only made about 700 miles on that alignment so far. And I'll let it. And sometimes mm-hmm. it'll go four or five seconds. Sometimes it will go two seconds. The road keeps changing as much as we want it to be perfect. That's true. And then, and, and of course, and the, cross, the left lane will do it too. Yeah, crosswinds will add to that too. 
Correct. And we got a lot yeah. of that. So I always try to look at, you know, but if it's doing it a lot of times for three, four seconds, I feel pretty good about it. You know, I agree. it's not changing. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, well, that makes sense. Yeah, well, he's paying Seems like a great guy. And uh, we'll try to give him plenty of business. We've been looking for a good alignment. There you go. All right. Well, All right. Thank you. You have a great day. Okay. Thank you. Well, that's a, an advertisement for a guy out there in Utah. Two shops got compliments today. This, this is a bonus day. Today. Yeah. This is what I like to hear. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's And it's go, it's really good to hear doing well out there. Utah is such a you know, small population-wise state. We don't hear much out of the people that are there. So to hear he's doing well and he's got the business going, that's really great. Well, to tell you the truth, we don't hear a lot out of most of our shops in the United States because people very seldom in to compliment with them, call in to complain. And we don't get complaints hardly That's at all. True. So we Right. Bad news travels fast. The good news, people tend to keep it to themselves in this business especially. Yep. Yep. All right. But this is great to hear. This is great. I got two more calls coming in. The first one here is Matt, and he's talking about wheel centering. Not interested in hearing what he has to say. Hello, Matt. Hello. It's 82 and sunny in Florida. No snow. I don't want to hear it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's, you're, you're from Minneapolis, is that correct? Yeah. Well, Minneapolis phone number, but yeah, yeah. Minnesota. Oh, well, you now live in Florida. I see. I see. But he's a Minnesota, and you've wisely moved on. Yeah, he's a Minnesota G. Yep. <laughs> Travel back and forth. I'll be I'll be going through Iowa on Saturday back home. So okay, uh, we'll try to warm it up for you. <laughs> Looks like it's going to warm up, so it'll be good. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Looking pretty decent by the weekend, but uh, I just had well, we'll some get, work we'll done in my truck. Yeah. And. Um, my steer farm got to the point where there's enough wear that the rims don't really center like they should. Mm-hmm. So I got the three of the lug nuts with the sleeve on the inside. Put okay. on each one. Yep. Yep. And what a world of difference. Yes. The rattles on the inside of my truck have gone away. Yes, yes. Keeping everything round and true right. is a good idea. Now, the other thing is yep. putting yeah. those on fix half of the problem. Because they will center the rim, but they won't center the drum. Yeah. So if you start developing but problems, have, have with, yeah, if you start having problems where you give light brake application and you feel the brake, the steering wheel start to flutter a little bit. That means the drum's off center, and there are steps you can take to correct that. But what you've done is a very good first step. Yeah, yeah, yeah brake yep. chatter, or or even yep. worse, a pull. One side would yes. pull if it grabs more. Yeah, yeah, it's because the truck's got oh, 2.3 million miles on it. So, and to the best mm-hmm. of my knowledge, they're the original hubs. Yep. So, yeah. what year is that? Um, it's an O2, 10 worth of 200. For the for the training we were doing this week, we we're looking at two 1995 Pete's that still had the eight lug hubs. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. The, yeah. Well, the 
stud, yeah, right. stud centering. So if you if you yeah. thought that you were having nightmares, they're having nightmares. They got uh, they don't have replacement wheels. Uh, oh yeah. <laughs> well, could you? I suppose that none of that simple, but I would assume if you replace the hub, yes, you could yes. upgrade. He's got to replace his hubs. He's got to replace his hubs, and when he does that, he's got to find out if he's got good spindles. He may have to replace the entire end of axle. Yeah. So it's a well. Uh, but you know, if you're going to keep running that old ninety-five, I guess that's what's going to happen. That's the thing, is I mean, you know, we, the longer you keep stuff, and the more miles you put on it, the more things you end up replacing at some point. Yeah, but it's yeah, still cheaper than buying a new one. Oh God, yeah. yeah. Oh, ain't it? Yeah. <laughs> and it looks better. Yeah, I I could take a guess your question. Okay. Oh, good. I'm Go gonna, ahead. That's why we should have saved it for last. <laughs> this is just a joke, of course, but I'm gonna guess the the steering pump because the driver yeah. must have to turn to the, the left pretty pump. hard since the right side of his his steer tires are wearing. Yes. The steering this, this, the uh, hydraulic steering pump in the truck got a defect. That's a possibility. Right. The, the physics of that are quite remarkable. If you have to hold the steering wheel that, it actually wears out the tires. Yes. That's pretty clock. <laughs> All righty. The correct answer would be what you just explained to the last caller. Yeah, which yeah. The, that alignment tech didn't talk about. Wasn't even willing to look at the problem. The actual problem had to stay in his little world underneath the steer axle, pretending that he's yep. fixing things there. That's, yep. that's rough. Yeah, if he was only trained to align the front end, I mean, why would he know anything about aligning the back end? Right. Yeah, and I can understand somebody who was only right. trained that way, but their unwillingness to learn anything new is what bothered me. Nope. Right. One affects the other. <laughs> Yo, that can't happen. Right. They're not even connected. <laughs> that's why we just bend the, bend the steer axle. That works. <laughs> sure. Sure. Well, Good. Because, yeah. But, you know, and, and this is, there are charts readily available through TMC and every tire manufacturer that will tell you what camber wear is and what or or is. The feathering is caused by tire, pushing a tire sideways. You don't push it sideways by cambering. So it's amazing that the first thing it thinks of is, you know, try something that isn't even present. So, oh, anyway, <laughs> everybody's got their own. That's the way we're trying. Yep. Yep. So, thank you. All right. All right. You're welcome. Have a good day. You do the same. You too. All right. All right. We do have one more call on here, and he wants to talk about the Hendrickson. So that'll be fun. And he's out of uh, maybe Pennsylvania. Hello, Dan. Yeah, hello. Yeah, I'm in Pennsylvania. And what? It's the Hendrickson that has that six-inch tube, right? Trailer axle tube. Problem. Yep. Yes, trailer axle. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So we, or we can be we can be quite sure we're talking about the same thing if you say that it is welded into the suspension rather than clamped in with the with the U bolt. Is that correct? Oh, I'm getting I'm getting busted because I haven't studied it that close. That's all right. That's all right. What's your question? <laughs> So, if the tires that are on this trailer aren't showing tire wear, would you just let it alone? Or would you go ahead and weld angle iron to it because you know it's a problem? Or what would be My your philosophy, if, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. 
Okay. This is my fix it until it is broke. Yeah. If you start seeing the tire wear, how to fix it. But if there's no tire wear because your type of operation doesn't cause that tire wear to show up, leave the damn thing alone. Okay. Right. Now, is this a, is this a new trailer? Uh, 2018. Has it ever shown the inside edge wear next to the frame on the tires? No. no. Leave it alone. No. Okay. Leave it alone. Okay. Yeah. Well, and, if, do. and if you look underneath there, if you look underneath there and you see that the axle is held to the suspension by U-bolts, that's the old solid pipe that never had a problem. And okay. They just ordered the correct suspension. Okay. All right. Well, thank you. Drive safe. Yep, thank you. Thank Thanks you. for calling. Yep. Okay. So that's uh, that was that was all the calls. We've got a few minutes left. If anybody wants to squeeze one in here, it's eight five five nine five zero three eight three five. And uh, the, we got our question answered. <laughs> no, we didn't. What, what did he? What did he win? Oh, we didn't. He didn't answer the question. What's that? He didn't answer. Oh, he just referred to. Could be wrong, but he didn't answer my question. Okay. So if you want to, okay. okay. So your your question, you could still send your answer on the yeah. back of a hundred dollar bill. That's true. That's true. We wouldn't refuse that. Never. And the winner, the winner will will be selected. We will assign them a prize from three possibilities: an Audi TT. Uh, yeah. What was the other? Oh, a trip around the world on a balloon. Hot air balloon. And an attaboy. An attaboy. An attaboy. Yeah. All right. And we will yeah. select that winner in a drawing from the thousands of entries on the $100 bill. On the $100 bills. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. This will be this will be good. Well, can't wait to see how many entries we get. I can't wait to count them. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So uh, just a couple minutes left here. Anybody, the number here is 855-950-3835. Otherwise, I don't know, the last thing that I've got is a thing that I heard while I was watching the Super Bowl, which was which was quite an exciting game. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, I, I, got, I, I came across a story about the, a terrible thing that was happening up in Newfoundland at the same time. There was a, there was a break-in to a house. Somebody, two people broke into a house in Newfoundland, and the, one of them, they broke into the basement, and one of them went upstairs to peek around and see if he could steal anything. He accidentally knocked that lamp off the table. And then he heard the owner of the house waking up and getting up and coming into the living room there where he was at. And just as he was getting close to the living room, he says, meow, and does his best cat impression that he can. And the whole horse says, oh, damn, yeah. So he's going back downstairs, and he runs into his fellow cohort and tells him, hey, cohort asked him what the noise was. He said, I knocked the lamp off the table, but I convinced the owner of the cat I got away with it. It was fine. Okay, so they're pushing around the basement a little more. Then the second guy decides he needs to go up there and look in the spare room and see if there's anything up there. So he goes up the stairs. He gets in the spare room. There's a bookshelf. He knocks the book off the bookshelf. Makes a big noise. Cohort wakes up again. And he's getting out of bed and he's coming into the spare room. The guy hides in the closet and the, the homeowner pokes his head in the spare room and says, Who's there? The guy says, Okay. And the homeowner 
happens to be in Newfoundland also, and says, Goddamn cat, woke me up twice. He goes back to bed. All makes sense? Does to me. I think I lost my. Oh, it, it makes sense to you. Good. Yeah. All right. So we're all up to date so far. But then uh, the homeowner, a newbie, realizes that he's actually got a dog. He doesn't have a cat. So he gets up, he goes back into the, he goes back into the spare room, and says, hey, I have a dog and a cat. And the second burglar says, I identify as a cat. <laughs> and the homeowner says, ah, oh, god damn Trudeau. And he goes right back to bed. <laughs> it's a pretty terrible story. Yeah, they, horrible things are they, happening out there. Canadians tend to pick on the new piece for some reason. I don't know why. I heard. I heard this was all the real story. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Time to sign okay. off. Is it time? All right. We're going to sign off. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk to everybody next week about this problem, the question of the day. I try to see which of the prizes that we've got that we're actually going to give out. I don't know which one it will be, but we'll find out. Bye. All right. See everybody next week.